Hello you, yes you, with the inquiring mind about Spain, its people, places, customs and culture. That's right, you're listening to the When in Spain show. I'm your host, Paul Burge. Hola y bienvenidos a todos. Coming up in this episode, I'm going to take you along to my Spanish class. And you'll get to meet my classmates and my Spanish teacher. But rather than being tortured with a Spanish subjunctive, which is what usually happens in our Spanish class, uh, this time we ditch that for something a little bit more lighthearted. In this episode, we're going to be looking at colourful Spanish sayings and expressions. And just a warning, there are some very colourful and uh, blasphemous expressions coming up. So if you have an aversion to any kind of swear words or filthy language, you may want to stop listening now. So before I take you off to my Spanish class, just a quick note to say thank you for listening to all the regular listeners. And if you're new to the When in Spain podcast, uh, a warm welcome. The When in Spain show is a weekly podcast about all things Spanish recorded here in Madrid. And as well as a podcast, there is also a When in Spain YouTube channel. And the When in Spain show also has a presence on all of the main social media hangouts, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And if you'd like to socialize with like-minded Spain lovers, uh, head over to the Facebook group. You can join the group for free and it's a place where you can share all of your thoughts and observations, ask questions to other group members and share any content, photos, news articles or indeed anything at all to do with the podcast. Uh, the Facebook group is the place to do that. So if any of you learning Spanish and want to take your Spanish to the next level and sound super native, uh, in this episode, we look at a selection of our favorite sayings, expressions and vocabulary, much of it very colorful. So, so we're going to be looking at expressions that have to do with things like annoyance, consternation, having bad sex, uh, to be very lucky or jammy. We talk about grandmothers giving birth, vocabulary for being a mug, a sucker or a loser. Other expressions like that's all I needed and about time too and uh, talk of the devil and some romantic stuff as well to carry a torch for someone and a few terms of endearment as well. So without further ado, let me take you off to my Spanish class. Vamos! Welcome to another episode of When in Spain. I'm here in my Spanish class with three of my classmates, Matt, Kat and Leah. Hi. Hola. 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 <laughs> and our fantastic Spanish teacher, Anna. Hola. And in this episode, we're going to share with you some of our favourite Spanish expressions, words that intrigue us, sayings and that kind of thing. Um, so for any of you out there who are learning Spanish and want to find out some more colourful phrases of real Spanish, then stay tuned for this. I'm going to start with, with a classic. Back in the series last year, I talked about the use of the word la leche in lots of expressions. Mm. And one of those expressions was me cago en la leche, which means I... Shit in the milk. Really? And there seems to be a bit of an obsession with milk in Spain. There's lots of expressions that use the word milk. But there's also a lot of expressions which use me cago en, which means I shit in or I shit on. <laughs> and my favourite one that I've heard recently, well, first I've, I recently learned it, was me cago en la cuna que me arroyo. Anyone know what it means? 
I shit in the cradle that rocked me. Yay! <laughs> well done, Kat. Yeah, yeah. I shit in the cradle that rocked Very me. Rude. Yeah. Rude. Kat, do you know any others that use this expression, me cago in? Um, me cago? Well, there was me cago en tu madre, which I just, I mean, I can't imagine saying that in English. I just, if someone said that to me, I just wouldn't know I, I shit on your mother. Please. <laughs> <laughs> That. <laughs> she won't like that. How did you even, how did you even manage it? Any other difficult thing to shit on anyone anyway. Yeah, from a great height. So me cago en tu madre. Mm. Uh huh. Any more? Me cago en Dios, no? I shit. You know, like on in God. I shit on God. <laughs> wow. 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 That's, that's graphic. That's real. Yeah. Muy fuerte. Okay. All right. Uh huh. Good luck with that. Matt. Uh, me cago en tus muertos. I shit on your dead relatives. I shit on your dead relatives. It's a little bit extreme. You love it. Anna, are these um, expressions common? Uh, well, I would say they are. Especially like in the small towns, I would say. Uh-huh. Um, luego, another typical one is Me cago en la virgen. Oh. What is that? I shit on the, the virgin. virgin. Yeah. But do they say that? Like, would they in Sevilla? Everyone's obsessed with the virgin. If they would say that in Sevilla. Yeah. Sí, no? Okay. No sé. ¿Por qué? No, pues, no sé porque la gente está súper obsesionada. Con la Virgen. Ah. Sí. No, pero es como en los pueblos todo el mundo está Sí, le, pero como es, le gusta. It's a bit of a love-hate relationship with going on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're not really saying which virgin, no? A virgin or the virgin. <laughs> Sorry, I've just I've got to do this. <laughs> no, pero no it doesn't say me cago en una virgen. Do you say me, ca- me cago en la, la virgen? La virgen. La maybe, maybe the virgin they met. Why is there such an obsession with like these scatological <laughs> expressions? <laughs> but is it considered really offensive? Not really. I, th- I think it's more used as a connector, like for sentences. Uh huh. Sí. And use it to express annoyance or disbelief. Oh, is it like saying, it's like saying holy shit? No, I wouldn't use no. it. No, no, no. 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 Well, that's right, because you usually say lots of swear words, don't you? So it's quite peculiar that you wouldn't say this one. Is this just... We really don't learn anything else. We just learn lots of palabrotas. Matt, any phrases that you use regularly that you're particularly fond of? Yeah, well, this, this is something that I'm fond of. I wouldn't say I use it regularly, but uh-huh. I quite like it for its poetic value. Uh-huh. I, was, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was talking about... Um, she was talking about a performance between Mark Anthony and Jennifer Lopez at the Latin Grammys. And um, they, they perform, they perform a version of Betty Pega La Vuelta. They perform a version of this, which is a great song if you haven't heard it. And what does that translate as? Go away, essentially. <laughs> Piss off. Piss off. <laughs> Who's right? saying it to who? It's the woman saying it to the man, right? It's yeah. a cover. Who did the original, Anna? The original? Pa, pa, pa. Yeah, the, that's it, yeah, it's Pimpinella, yeah. Um, it's a good song, right? It's a good song. So they did a version of this, and it's and it's after they've got divorced. Yeah. It's incredibly steamy, Ooh. this version, right? And at the end, they kind of embrace. And my friend said to me, Mad, al fin y al cabo, donde hubo fuego, siempre quedan cenizas. Oh. Where there was fire, there will always be ashes. Where there was fire, there will always be ashes. Yeah. I like it. To mean, I suppose to mean that even though that, that they've broken up, there's always going to be something there. Yeah. There's always going to be something there. So what does it mean? Like you hold, how do we say it in English? Like you still have feelings for someone. Or you carry a flame. Carry a flame or torch. 
Carry a torch. That's what I say. That we carry a torch yeah, for someone. Sort of, like yeah. I mean, we don't. Yeah, no, you're thinking of the Olympics. You're thinking of the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's an old spark. flame, though. Or an old flame. So you can definitely carry a torch, or, or carry a flame. Yeah, it's quite nice one. Yeah. I'm so I use it every day. No, but but the problem with that is that for me now I've I've heard lots of versions of this expression. And the one that most Spanish people correct me to is Zenithas, yeah. but I've heard ones with um, donde hubo fuego siempre quedan ascuas, donde hubo fuego siempre quedan um, rescoldos, yeah. donde hubo fuego ascuas. siempre quedan brasas. Well, for me, these are, all oh. words, these are all words for embers or coals. Embers. Escoldos? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Tiene, you have so many words. I don't know the word for stapler, but it might do. That's where the point. But, like, use, 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 useful things. You're not on the Tinder date now. <laughs> We're all impressed you know the word stapler. <laughs> and then you snuck that in there somehow. <laughs> just, just in case, ladies. Uh, <laughs> what I meant was that this stuff isn't necessarily the most useful stuff in the world. But, and for me, that's a better metaphor, the idea of embers remaining, because it's something living, right? Yeah, because ashes is kind of Yeah, sad. exactly. An ember can rekindle. Yeah, because an ember is still burning slightly, exactly. whereas an ash is... Still smoldered. Dead. Yeah, that, yeah, that actually doesn't make sense. I, I agree with you, yeah. but Spanish yeah. people correct me to Venitas when I say asquash mm. or barasas yeah. or something like that. That doesn't sound very optimistic. What do you mean that? What's, what rings true to you? You can also say just the first part of the sentence. Donde hubo fuego. Donde hubo fuego. And the rest is obvious. Don't twink wink. Okay, yeah. I've never heard that one before. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Matt, what's the, what's the <laughs> phrase you've used the most in the classes? There's one you actually used today in the what in the class WhatsApp group. Cat's more than yeah. Okay, cat. Soy yo la que corte el bacalao. <laughs> Otra vez? Soy yo la que corte el bacalao. <laughs> <laughs> it's not normally used by women, though. What's a direct translation? I, I am the one who cuts the cod. <laughs> I'm the one Just who cuts no. the cod around yes. here. Is it like, it wears the pants? Yeah. Yeah. Or it's so oh, there's that one as well. So yeah, you can say that in Spanish as well. So you're... Que lleva los pantalones. Sí. Soy la que lleva los pantalones. So this is the person who cuts the cod around here as the one yeah. who is the boss. I, I think it used to be like a status symbol for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, do, and, do you know the origin of it? Was it traditionally the man of the house who cut the fish? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same in like North America, well, or like, like English culture where you're cutting like the turkey. Carving the turkey. Carving the turkey. Yeah, my dad cuts the turkey at Christmas. Mm. It's like the only thing he does, so. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the same in Spain? Back in England, it's always the, the blokes, the men who like want to do the barbecue and like in control yeah, of managing yeah. the barbecue. Mm -hmm. That's strange, that isn't it? Yeah, you're right. No, the men want to cook wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and a and an apron, yeah. like and it's raining. Leah, do you have any? Well, should, should I start with my flamenco one or the dirty one? Both, <laughs> whichever you want. Okay, oh, wow. dirty's good. I do flamenco dancing, and in flamenco, when there's usually like a guitarist, a singer, a dancer, and somebody doing the clapping. And so while the dancer's dancing, the person that's clapping yells things at them that's like, they're called jaleo, and they're like shouts of encouragement. Mm. So things like ole, or agua, or toma que toma, or things like that. Toma que toma. Toma que toma, eso es. Just like little phrases that like don't really, they're like, that's it. But, or if it's like a girl that has a boyfriend, you can say, no tiene novio. Which means like, she doesn't have a boyfriend. She doesn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then the dancer will like, kind of like look over. And that's supposed to like motivate the... It's just for fun. I find that distracting, I think. Yeah, it's like part of the lyrics, no? No. No, like when they're not... Oh, it's like part of the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. shouts are like part of the whole 
art form. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and like some of them go with like the dance. Like in Bulerias, there's like steps that are like dun 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 da 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 da. And there, and people will say things like um, like while they're doing it. There's little like songy things that go with the steps as you as you see them doing it. Wow. Yeah. Que arte. And one that I heard that I thought was really fun that isn't was like ole de verdad. Like, but seriously. Really Olé, but seriously. I'm not joking. Yeah. This is really that really I wasn't actually that enthusiastic about it, but yeah. this one really... This is called yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> And what's the dirty one, Leah? Oh, the dirty one is... Where no. did you... Where did I you... heard it from an ex-boyfriend. Okay. Who was actually... <laughs> okay, I'm sure you want to tell us. Who was actually Italian, but he'd lived in Andalusia for like a decade. Uh-huh. So he spoke, he had all this like Andalusian slang. I don't know what we were talking about though, but the expression is que fuera peor que un perro sin patas delante. Que fuera peor que un perro sin patas delante o de delante? De delante. De delante. Yeah. What's the direct translation of that? Que, that he fucks worse than a dog without uh, front legs. He fucks worse than a dog without front legs. Just imagine that. It'd be really hard to do. I mean, I'm, I've been imagining it. It would be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> or bad. It would be yeah. bad. <laughs> Scrabbling away. Yeah. That is a colourful expression. <laughs> but it took me, like, when I learned it, I really, like, my Spanish was really bad. So I had to think about it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we'll all be thinking about it for a long time. Yeah. Are there any expressions that you, it doesn't have to be colourful, but colloquial expressions that you find you use regularly now? Yeah, there's one that I use which is quite, um, it's not as colourful as that one. It would be hard to... Hard to beat that. <laughs> but I find it, I, like, I use it a lot because I think it's quite English in its, the, its sense. So it's, sobre gustos no hay nada escrito. Which is very like, um, each to their own. Yeah. Like, about tastes, there is nothing written. So it's kind of like a way to show your disapproval. Yeah. So it'd be yeah. like, oh, I was watching uh, a YouTube video about... Mm. Um, Mark Antony and Jennifer Lopez, and the person could be like, mm, there isn't a, there's, there's, no a, escrito. there's a translation of that, and it's there's no accounting Each for to their own. Ah, there's, there's no, no accounting. You say so, para gustos los colores. Sí, para gustos colores. And then there is a second part. Y para tetas sujetadores. Oh, okay. Ah, that's so good. Yeah, that's a writer. <laughs> so, para gustos colores. Oh, y... Pero esto que significa, what does that mean? For tastes, colors. Like, yeah, like there are like different colors. For okay. The... Para gustos colores. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Y para tetas sujetadores. Y so para tetas. you can always find a bra for your size. No? Oh, that's ah. quite a demure way of translating. For tits, bras. <laughs> Is it more direct translation? Is it quite common? Yeah. There should be like an expression like with El Corte Inglés. Uh, is there y a dicho? Para eso el corte inglés. I know I know an expression about corte inglés. <laughs> it was during more like when the like, during the crisis in Cadiz which was like in Andalusia, really hard hit by the crisis. And they called, they, like on the weekend, they'd be like, vamos a dar una vuelta a ver el museo. Y el museo was corte inglés. Why? Because nobody could buy anything. <laughs> so you just like go and look at it. So we're gonna have a wander around el corte inglés department store. But, they, but it's like a museum because yeah, you can't, because, like, like going to Harrods in London. Yeah, because no one could shop because no one had any money. Wow. At that time. 
Matt, any other more, like, any other expressions that you use kind of on a regular basis? I use it more than is necessary, actually. It's, and this, this isn't actually dirty, you'll be surprised to hear. Um, it's, it's a really nice one, it's one that Spanish people generally are quite impressed that you know. It's um, a buenas horas mangas verdes. <laughs> A buenas horas mangas verdes. Yeah, it's a busy good time in green sleeves. <laughs> it comes from well, what it means. You use it when somebody <laughs> does somebody does something way too late. So imagine, right? Imagine I'm really really hungry and I need a sandwich, and I call you and say, "Please, can you bring me a sandwich? I'm famished." And then famished. six hours later, you turn up with a sandwich, and I go, "Well, a buenas horas mangas verdes. I've already eaten, and it's gone." I mean, and it comes from I believe it was. Um, I, it was something historical. I believe we're talking sort of 15th, 16th century. The police of that time, or the, the lawmakers, wore green sleeves. So if there was a crime, you'd call for help. Socorro! And they'd turn up too late, and the thieves, the thieves escaped. And you'd go, the moment's gone, yeah. The has got off, he's, he's chopped off my arm, and he's, <laughs> he's, and he's got off with all my money. Thanks for that. Good, good timing. So it's like sarcastically yeah, saying, exactly. oh, about time. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, it's like, you know, closing the door after the horse has bolted sort of thing. Yeah. It's, but it's kind of like, when somebody does something for you, but they did it way too late, you do something like that. Yeah. Or, or somebody sends them to the party just as the party's finishing, and you go, well, I'm going to have a Yeah. You need to point your words as well. Yeah. I don't think you should ever rely on someone else to buy you a sandwich, so just get, just, just get a sandwich. <laughs> That's the crux of the issue here, yeah. I recently learned, I don't know if it's, people say it a lot, if it's common, but like when someone arrives in, into a group of people or a situation and you say, oh, talk of the, talk of the devil mm -hmm. or speak of the yeah. devil. And it's, yeah. what is it? Habla del rey de... Roma. Hablando del rey de Roma. Hablando del rey de Roma. So, oh, speaking yeah. of the king of Rome. Yeah, yeah. Hablando del rey de Roma por la puerta asoma. Yeah. Siempre hay una segunda parte. Sí. Por la puerta asoma. asoma. Sí. Asom asomarse is like... Okay. Just here to come through, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, what, it's, it's what grannies do like through the window. <laughs> Lurking in the doorway. There's another one which is it's, it's a little bit similar, a little bit well, a little bit different, but still similar in the sense of people arriving and comments being made. It's an, right, imagine you're in a bar and you really don't like someone and you're in your bar with, and your mates and that person walks in. And English might go, oh, well, that's just what we needed. In Spanish, you go, éramos pocos y parió la abuela. And then the granny gave birth. There weren't many of us, and then the granny gave birth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know why. I don't really get it. I don't really get it, yeah, really get it but that's what it's used, yeah? lo que me faltaba, ¿no? Es lo que faltaba. Es que yo he escuchado... Oh, lo que me faltaba. Yeah. Uh, all, all I needed. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it means that. Yeah. Pero, pero, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's very bitchy, but yeah, it's yeah. just joking, right? See, you're just like, 
It's just is a it funny thing to say. Joking, that's like the classic bully. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> only joking. It was only banter. Joking, good. I've got any sense of humor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one final one, anyone? I don't know. It's not an expression, but how people, like the, all the terms, like, lots of terms of endearment are kind of mean. Like? Gorda. Gorda, fatty. Or bobita. <laughs> oh, what? Bobita. Bobito. Bobo is como tonto, tonto. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say that to your like boyfriend? Like, no, oh, like, like, like dummy. Hey dummy. Hey dummy. Hey stupid. Hey fatty. No, no or fatty. No. I know. Gordo. This is common. No? Sí. Hola, gordi. Gordi. And I like it. That's like psychological bullying. Yeah. Right? No, but it's in cute English. in Spanish. Bobita. Hi, you little stupid idiot. Stupid, you thick Oh, <laughs> no, it's all in the tone, no? Uh -huh. Bueno, I hear a lot in Spanish, pero que morro. Mm. Oh, yeah. Que bien vives, que when people are a little bit envious of... Mm. You know, like, like if you don't, like, like, like I said to you earlier, uh, Leah, that you said, oh, I don't have to do anything this afternoon, I'm going to go and just relax in bed. All she afternoon, and I said, "Qué morro, qué morro tienes." Like, I don't know how snout. you would translate it. Like snout. <laughs> snout. What a snout you have! Yeah. <laughs> Why, sir? Well, what is What's the expression in English for "qué morro"? Cheeky. Well, it's not like I don't know. Jammy. You jammy. Yeah, you jammy git. You jammy. Oh wow, well, I really don't know that. No. None of these English. It's like when someone is lucky and you're kind of a bit jealous. Oh, well, aren't you special? Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. yeah. No, Bully for you. Bully for you. It has like a different context. Like um, when someone uh, does something that is not meant to do, and then you're not getting your part because the other person is getting like two parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like que mm. Yeah. Okay. So no. like if you're sharing a pizza. Yeah, and someone takes like four pieces, four slices. Like selfish or greedy. Yeah. Mm. Uh -huh. And you get left as a pringao. Pringao, I love pringao. Pringao, or it's sort of pringado, but yeah. we say pringao. Yeah. What, what does it mean? Like I would loosely try, now only English listeners will get this, I think, but I would, lose, I would translate it as mug. He's a, he's a mug. He's a, he's a, a mug? mug? Yeah, mug. It's someone who always ends up in the, in a, in the, with the worst situation, right? So again, we all, go, yeah, we all go for a pizza, everyone, else, everyone gets three slices and one person has a bit of one. Yeah. Or, a, one a loser? Yeah, it's similar, isn't it? The one person has to work on Christmas Eve, that type of person. Yeah. yeah. Oh. What is another word? There is another word. Pringao. 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 Yeah. I would say it. Spanish, I'm not thinking. Yeah. It's a mug. Yeah. Sucker. Sucker. A sucker. Sucker, mug. Yeah, something like that. Sí, como loser, ¿no? Yeah, similar. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Thanks, guys. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>so there we have it some colorful expressions in spanish to help you sound like a native speaker uh, indeed if any of you have any of your own that you'd like to share please head over to the facebook group and share them on there don't forget if you'd like to get in touch directly with me with any questions or any feedback or any suggestions for future episodes of When in Spain. I'm all ears. You can contact me directly by email. Uh, the address you need is wheninspain1 at outlook.com. That's wheninspain1 at outlook.com. 
Also, if you're a fan of the show, please tell your friends and family, anyone else who's uh, interested in Spain, Spanish life, culture. There are now uh, 30 episodes uh, that look at all different aspects of uh, Spain, Spanish culture. So if you know anyone who is interested in that kind of thing, uh, let them know. So we'll leave it there for this episode. Thank you for listening, as always. And until the next time, gracias y hasta luego.